Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Green Searchers Podcast. This is episode 54. I'm joined as always by Sedges Coffs and Jason Bent. Hey, everybody. Gen- gentlemen. Hello. Hello, Governor. Hello, Gov. Hello, Governor. Hello, Gary. What's up, Governor? <laughs> oh, actually, well, this is going to be in two weeks, but. You guys hear about the Queen? Yes, I did. I did. From Gary, actually. Really? Yeah. He he wrote something and just... he he was saying like I'm sure you've heard the news and I'm like I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Longest serving monarch, seventy years. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. All right. Before we uh, we even start discussing tonight's topic, Jason, would you like to tell the good <laughs> folks about? the giveaway for the month of september giveaway for the month of september is a custom leather apron from leather by dragonfly who was just here at my house this past weekend um it's like a five or six hundred dollar value yeah depending on your size you're getting yep faux free faux free they're giving it away for free faux free they they are they are how do you and then jevin cheney's gonna he's gonna cook the meat that they take from the cow that that they have to use to, to make it. <laughs> you guys didn't know that Michelle she she goes out and stalks wild cows. That's where they get their leather from. True story. Like she's wow. she used to be an assassin for the military. They her code name was Dragonfly. That's why it's called <laughs> Leather by Dragonfly. Yeah. Did you get have you guys ever seen um what's that what's that movie? A man was it the, A Man, man called apart? Dragonfly? No, not a man apart. That was uh Denzel Washington. No, a it was man the with movie. A pouch? It was the movie where the guy has man, has like the air thing, and he like kills people. He like puts it up to their temple and shoots the air thing, and it like. Psh- oh, no country for old. No men? No country for old men. That's what she does to cows. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They call her the dragonfly slaughterer woman. Yeah. <laughs> that was her. DSW. You, hey, hey. I, on on another note, there. Do you think um, Patrick actually kills the the mice for the mouse pads? No, <laughs> no, he's way too delicate for that. Yeah, he's way too delicate. He's scared he of mice. He just goes to like a pet store where they where oh. they feed the dead mice, the dead frozen mice to the anacondas. He's like, yeah. can I get can I get a couple uh, feeder rats? He, yeah. he does seem delicate. Very, he is. He is. Yeah, I mean, he was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. like that's a requirement. Oh, very <laughs> delicate, dainty hands. <laughs> Anyways, what do you guys, guys been up to this week? Wait, I haven't even finished the giveaway talk. We got so sidetracked. <laughs> oh. Sorry, we got we got so sorry. Yeah, sorry. So a custom leather apron from Leather by Dragonfly, five to six hundred ish dollar value, depending on the size that you get. It is open to all fifty states, and to enter, all you need to do is go to greensuiterspodcast.com and uh, enter the giveaway there. If you want to find out more about the custom apron, go to leatherbydragonfly.com. And also, uh, a little disclaimer, just so you guys know, it's a custom apron, but if you start adding all kinds of extra stuff that's not standard as part of the custom apron, you're going to pay for it. But think about it like this. You saved all that money on the custom apron. So you could end up getting the best leather apron on the market for either free or a couple hundred bucks. And that's pretty awesome. So thank you, Leather by Dragonfly. Now we can talk about what we've been up to. <laughs> Jason, you're... Tell us, tell us about your 
your week? How's the new baby? Uh, great. Max is awesome. Uh, Patrick and Michelle were here Monday, th- uh, excuse me, Sunday through Wednesday. Um, finally testing negative for COVID, uh, which is great. I feel awesome. Um, what else? I've got a bunch of uh, white oak, uh, quarter sawn white oak sitting on my assembly table that I took off uh, out of the racks today. I will be starting to mill that tomorrow for a new dining room table. 42 inches by 8 feet. It's going to be a big one. Eight person dining room table. Hey, oh. Um, but yeah. And uh, you're going to keep the wall open, right? You're just going to put it in another room? I don't know yet. I don't know. I actually considered like breaking it all apart and just scrapping the wood and, and using it turning for other it into stuff. a pallet yeah use making making a really nice pallet hmm. um do you ever think about selling it yes and no i just don't know if i want to go to the the headache because then people will be like oh will you take a hundred dollars for it you know so but that's what it's worth yeah that's not Would even worth a hundred it'd probably be good no <laughs> absolutely not um, hey, buddy, what, what kind of stain did you use on this table? Yeah, man? it looks, looks really, really good. good. Is this pine? Um, is <laughs> there a way you, you can take knot? some chains and beat it did up a little bit to make it look distressed? Gel stain. Yeah. <laughs> can you take some nails and put some wormholes in it? <laughs> no. Uh, that's about it. I'm helping one of my buddies um, do some with a, some shop design and shop layout stuff uh, for a new space that he has. So that's pretty cool. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, just getting over COVID and feeling good back in the shop and ready to get after it. Football season's getting ready to start. Got another fantasy football uh, league this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. Bills Rams tonight. Yep. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Sedge, you. Uh, finally get the heavy dance up and running. My God. Is it working great? I uh, I bought uh, some uh, t- Timberwolf blades that I just love, and man, I bought a three quarter uh, resawn, and I uh, I just put it on there, tensioned it. Um, everything was the wheels were in perfect and um, the same pull. It was just it was quite nice to turn it on and resaw. I had a couple of scraps, so I, I took a two-by-four first, just checked a few things, and then oh. I, uh, I, sli- I sliced oh. it. I sliced it. I brought it to Marianne. Marianne goes, what's this? She goes, this is wicked cool. I go, it's a two-by-four. She goes, no way. So I went out and I uh, resawed a small block of uh, walnut, and I got about 15 uh, uh, veneers off of it. She kind of freaked out. And she goes, my God. And I go, yeah, I can't wait now because now it's going to open up a whole new avenue. For me, what a nice saw. You know what I like? I really like the, because I always had deltas uh, growing up. And uh, I like the quick uh, tensioner on there Mm -hmm. or the quick tension release. You know that big lever? That's Mm -hmm. nice. So there's a lot of great features on it. I like the, uh, it's the first time I'm really messing around with bearing guides. Um, uh, And I like them because they're easy to adjust. So I've been doing that. I'm finishing up the sys wall. Uh, Jesus, I got 14 cabinets up, uh, and uh, I had I bought 35, 40 sys AZ drawers, and I'm not even finished. I got to buy another, I think, 25 of them. Wow. 
Yeah, but it's a it. You know what it is? It it'll, it it just organizes the whole shop. Instead of having sustainers on one side and sustainers over here, now it's all in one spot. Yeah, and it's it's a lot getting used to. I'm glad I moved that over. And you know how I started to do that Midasaw area? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to redesign it already. Really? Those cabinets I built for underneath the UG stand. I think I'm going to utilize those in the wall. And then just build because I'm losing some depth, so I'm going to do drawers like you did. So I have, you know, I, I'm going to have so much great storage in there. So I'm pretty stoked about that. And I'm looking forward to some pulled pork sandwiches this weekend. Yes. So you know why? Because the biggest thing I am so stoked, and Mary and I were talking about this yesterday. We haven't seen Max yet. I we know met Max. I know. Freaking COVID destroyed everything. You know, um, and it's what a drag. But I mean, you guys are just down the street, and I haven't met him yet. A couple so more we're days. Really looking, and you know what? We love you, and we love Nicole. But boy, do we miss Leo? <laughs> Said you don't. You don't even know if Max is real or not. Yeah, that, let's well, be no. honest. It could be a ruse. Oh, it could be, huh? Boy, she could have had a pillow in there. Bits and Bits is a proud sponsor of the Green Suiters podcast and a distributor of the nation's best router bits for your shop. They feature shank sizes from an eighth to a half inch and have a wide range of diameters of upcuts, downcuts, compression bits, and more. They sell bits for your wood, aluminum, metal, plastic, acrylic, and foam projects, just to name a few. Their bits are suitable for hand routers, router tables, and even CNCs. Each and every bit is slathered in Astro Coating, which is a super secret sauce that prolongs Longs the life of your bits, keeps them running cooler, and keeps the cutting edge razor sharp. If you want to save some cash, use our promo code Hans15 to save 15% at checkout. Head over to bitsandbits.com to find out more. Yeah. You know, when I was at Jason's a few weeks ago, I saw his Amazon cart and it had one of those fake newborn babies in it. No way. So I think Jason's been doing this for the likes. Ah. He's been doing this. This has totally been for the gram. Max is even real. You got it. You got it. <laughs> no, I'm excited. Um, you'd mentioned the Harvey bandsaw. I, I uh, they wrote me a message when they saw my story about the lathe. Yeah. And I've been looking at the. Uh, that was another thing I was up to. Um, almost pulled the trigger on Nova lathe, uh, which I know I wrote you about, Sedge. But yeah. Um, I might end up doing the. Might end up doing the Harvey. I don't know. It was between the Harvey and the Nova. Um, but, yeah, that might be a new addition to my shop soon. But, yeah, it's awesome. Ben? Benifer, What have you been up to? Motorcycle stuff. Just enjoying the weather. That's all I've been up to. No kidding. Released a, released a video last week. Got another one in the, in the hopper. Just cranking it out, man. So, so in... in- Ben, in my feed, I just keep getting that. I'm going to watch it because I just love your channel. But it's like late for the date. What's it called? Yeah. Yeah. Late date. Yeah. Late date. Yeah. yeah. So I can't wait to watch it. Um, the one that's coming out uh, next. So every single, I don't know if I talked about this. Every single Harley Daly's, Davidson dealership has... Um, their own poker chip like it's very specific to that particular dealer um and so i'm going to be riding to all of them in the state i think there's 18 and buying each one's poker chip and i've got five now i picked up a few that the other day um 
one of which is what one of my next videos is about is going to the one in Hampton. But, um, you know, while, while the weather's good, I, I want to ride as much as I can and, and make content. and For sure. Electric vehicle stuff is, is on its way, and I want to have content there to get scooped up. I'm going to get For saved, sure. so. Why are you going to buy the chips? I'm sure that if you told them what you were doing, they'd probably just give you one. They're like two bucks. Times how many? 18. That's that's 36 Add bucks. Come on, come on, and Mr. Mathematician. That's one less coffee you can He's get like, at Starbucks. That's, that's, that, 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 that's a lot of money. That's 18 that's times money. two. No, they're not expensive at all. Oh, sorry, money bags. Yeah. Forgot you go on vacation every week. So. I'm, I'm happy to to purchase them with my own hard-earned money. Yeah, patrons, thank you. But that's what we went up to. You guys ready to to dive into the topic for tonight? I think it's a good one. Yeah. All right. So, which do you think is better? Well, maybe maybe better is not the right term. Should you only learn how to woodwork through watching videos or consuming media of some sort, like books, magazines, or is it is it wise to to also take physical classes, or do you think you're you're totally fine without taking physical classes? What do you guys think? Should should people just stick to consuming digital or physical content, or should they maybe look into to taking a class somewhere? Well, why don't we kind of cover like what the pros and cons in our opinions are to each because i think that'll kind of answer the question from all of our perspectives you know what i mean like how we feel about each one pros and cons yeah so just to be uh clear this idea did come from uh one of our uh so one of our podcast <laughs> listeners question uh question submitters uh mr rick bino um and we, we just looked at it before the podcast and we're like, yeah, this is a good topic. So uh, thank you, Rick. And that is what we're going to discuss. So I guess I'll start it off if you guys are okay with that. Sure. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my opinion. I, I, think, I think we're in a different time now um, where video content is kind of king. And I think that there are advantages to that. That doesn't mean that I think uh, in-person classes are dead uh, by any means. Um, here's my opinions on it. It depends on what kind of learner you are, right? Everybody has a different style of learning, and I think that actually has a big play in how you are going to learn. Some people might go to an in-person class and take nothing away from it, while others may go to that in-person class and take a lot away from it. Some people might watch a video and get more than others would, right? Some people might read a book or a magazine article and get more than other people would. Um, I don't think one is more important than the other. Where I see video content being a benefit uh, for everybody is the fact that uh, it's easily searchable and at any time I can watch that video whenever I want, any time of day. Um, I don't have to call somebody and ask a question. I can go to the video and, and re uh, review it. If there's ever something I want to see again, I can rewind it. Um, that's something that you don't necessarily get in person. 
The difference between in person, though, is that I can be there seeing somebody else do it, doing it in front of that person, and that person actually taking my hands, my arms, my whatever, and showing me how to do it right and staying there with me until it's done right. Um, and again, for different people, that is effective in different ways. Um, I think a healthy combination of the two is important. And that's coming from a guy who has never gone to an in-person uh, training. But I would absolutely love to. I would love to go to Mark Adams. I would love, I'd love to take a class at the, you know, Rockler, Woodcraft. Um, you know, I see some pretty cool classes there every once in a while. Um, I think that's how you're truly going to elevate. And the other thing that, the reason why I think you're going to elevate is because when you pay for a class in person to go to it, where you know you're gonna have to leave there by completing that class that you paid for, so it's a little bit more personal, you're probably gonna challenge yourself a little bit more than if you were to watch a YouTube video, right? So if I pay $3,000 to go to a Sam Maloof chair building class, I'm gonna go there and for a week, that is going to be my focus in life, right? Is to build that chair, yes. ask the right questions, as opposed to here I am in my garage, Maybe I open up my phone and I'm like, Sam Maloof chair. And I see like a 20 minute video and it glosses over. So, ah, yeah, I'll do this today and maybe I'll come back to it tomorrow. You're forced to do it there on the spot in a class. You're not forced to do it when you're watching it on a video. That's how I will start this off. Sedge? This is something I could talk days on because I've lived on both sides of it as an instructor and as a student. Um, I'm going to go back in time, not all the way back to the caveman. I'm gonna, <laughs> um, Just back to Abraham Lincoln. <clears throat> Abraham Lincoln. When I was in Fort Lauderdale, I was in the South Florida Woodworkers Guild. And this, is, this, this was what I would say was an epiphanal moment. We, we would do, we would get together the first Tuesday of every month, and we would show, hey, what are you working on and stuff like that. And finally, I asked somebody, I go, hey, what exactly do we do we do anything? Do we bring in anybody to speak? And they go, what do you mean? And I go, well, do we have any instructors? Does somebody like famous come in or somebody world renowned come in and teach us like for a long week? And they go, we never thought of that. So we did a, we put a committee together. And I kind of spearheaded it, and we brought in Garrett Hack for the weekend. You know who he is? Mm -hmm. Okay, that was our first person. And what we did is, I told everybody, I go, listen, I'm not going to be stand, I'm not going to stand there and be holding the bill at the end of this. This is all going to be prepaid by us. We had an underwriting committee, and we brought him in, and we did a lot of hands-on with him about hand planes and tuning hand planes and stuff like that. And then it was probably one of the best seminars I've ever attended. And it was epiphanal for me because at the very end, Garrett comes up to me and he says, hey, man, you know, we had been out to dinner a couple of times. He goes, hey, you know, I heard you know a lot about hand planes. I go, yeah, quite a bit. And he goes, did you learn anything? And I go, I told him, I go, I, I was taught as a kid to learn something from every human that I come in contact with. But he goes, what did you learn? And I go, how you held your work. How you use the hand plane. And it was um, not justification, but uh, 
edification that I was doing it correctly the way I was taught as a kid but just and he goes oh cool that's what your takeaway is I go yeah so I I wouldn't get that I think in the true video I wouldn't get to have that one-on-one feedback with somebody Mm -hmm. and for me that's everything uh he would answer questions he would go and so when I teach I took away as I've learned from, we brought in the next year, we brought in Kelly Mailer, we brought in Jeff Jewett, we brought in, and that's the first time I met Mark Adams, and that was about 25 years ago, right when he was starting his school. Um, we brought in a few other names of these, fam- and we did it every year. Why wouldn't somebody come down to Fort Lauderdale in February, right? We paid for everything, hotels. They loved it, and it was, I thought it was dirt cheap. So, Learning from somebody who has that experience and who has run into every, he has or she has the solutions. And if you ask the question, you're like, oh. So you can watch the video, but it's always pointed on one topic where you get that person for the weekend. And it's amazing. So a lot came from those. And I learned and I started teaching myself. Uh, part-time at the Woodcraft. I was working at uh, a few other places. I had my cabinet shop, but they asked me, hey, can you come teach? And when you learned, and this is what's important, when you when you have to teach, holy crap, you're the expert. You better know your stuff. And I loved it. I just immersed myself in instruction. And I, and, and it, so to answer this question, I'm going to go to this past summer. And the past two years where I have been virtually training on Festool Live, I'm going to take it to Festool, uh, Festool Shop Talk, and of course Festool Sedge, right? I train that way. I'm a virtual trainer now. I'm a virtual instructor. And everybody freaks out because I, you know, on Festool Live, the training program is out there. I'm just doing trainings, right? Mm-hmm. Every Friday at noon. And somebody asked me, do you miss the in-person classes? Or is Festool ever going to do in-person classes? And at work, we're always tossing it back and forth. And usually the answer recently has been no. Then, because I did it uh, two years ago, and I did it this about three weekends ago, These, uh, I taught at Mark Adams again because Mark's a really good friend. And he asked me to come down on the weekend. I've been teaching down there for like six or seven years, I think. And uh, I taught a class, and I had 12 people in there. And I'm going to tell you something. There's no replacement for in-person training. It was amazing. These guys were asking questions. I had Garrett with me, Garrett Sato, and he was in the uh, he was helping me out. And you can only learn so much from videos, but when you ha- you can get your questions answered, and we can watch people as they're using the track saw. <laughs> And, you know, these guys would start and they go, yeah, we've watched all your videos. I go, well, you got me now. So let's let's use these tools. And I can and I'm going to tell you, it's it's just it's that guided instruction that helps. So I'm glad you uh, brought that up. That's a really good point that I didn't even think about. It's like you're teaching a class. Somebody has a question. They ask you right there and they get their answer immediately. As opposed to watching a YouTube video, they ask a question, 
and maybe three days goes by before the person that made that video answers the question. Maybe too late at that point. That's a really good, mm. I didn't even think about that. Immediate yeah, feedback, immediate feedback. Immediate feedback. And when I, do, when, I insh- when I tell people, I go, guys, I don't mean to be blunt, but sometimes you're gonna ask me that question, I'm gonna go, no. <laughs> and, they go, and I go, you're gonna ask me for a little elaboration because I've probably been asked that question at least a couple thousand times. <laughs> you know, so it's good to take that class with somebody who knows or has been asked those questions and has the solutions and can tell you, yeah, that'll work. Or no, I think, yeah, you might want to try it this way. This is the way I would do it. But here's the other thing. You've got to find the right instructor. Now, I'm going to tell you, I've said it before on this podcast. I've, I've been to a few trainings here and there, but I'm going to tell you, Mark Adams is probably one of the best instructors I've ever met in my life. But he also brings in the cream of the crop instructors. Like you may sign up for a class with somebody at Mark Adams and you hit this person you might not know, but he's the best in the world. (laughs) Mark has just, I mean, you can look at it and it's a who's who of woodworking uh, in his catalog of instructors, his faculty. But man, there's some people I go, Mark, who is this guy? And he goes, dude. He's never written a book. He's not published. But everybody bows down to this guy because he's that good. And the people I have met there are just so giving. And, I mean, <laughs> the, he, Michael Fortune, my God, he's like the king, I call him. He's, he's, you, you, it's, it's fun. And he's always expanding his program. Like, he brings in somebody who calves uh, metal, engraves metal. Every, or makes knives. It just it's it's an incredible place. So I like that one on one instruction myself. Uh, I do it myself. That's what I do for a living. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> times are changing, <laughs> and I'm a YouTube fanatic. I really am. I, I mean, I'll take it to my other passion, uh, lifting lifting weights. I, I every day I'm I'm listening to a podcast or and it's a video on YouTube. It's called Table Talk and it's Dave Tate. But they talk about powerlifting and programming and stuff. And I'm like, these guys are the best in the world, and I have that opportunity to listen to their techniques, mm-hmm. right? And you have that in woodworking because there are some people out there. On, that have woodworking channels that are the best in the world, and they, you know, what the cool thing is, is they have, they have the heart, they have the thought to pass on their craft, and that is to me is so important. That is a good human being, because woodworking needs needs to continue. And we got some great instructors out there on YouTube as well. So it, I, I'd say it's a beautiful mix. Get some great stuff off of YouTube, but go find a great woodworking instructor slash mentor if you can because that in-person training is phenomenal. So that's what I have to say about that. Ben? So <clears throat> YouTube videos are like a puddle. A very big puddle. They're a mile wide and a foot deep. A class is going to be a foot wide and a mile deep. When you go to a class, you're going to walk away with a skill. 
when you when there you watch is. a video, you're going to walk away with like an idea or an inspiration or you're not walking away with a skill set when you watch a video. Now, I think videos are great supplements to skills. Just how you just said, Sedge, you know, you already have a lot of uh, foundational knowledge in weightlifting. And so by watching a video, it's it's teaching you a small tactic or a technique that you can then use on something that is already foundational. If if you're uh, if you have no pre-existing foundations of a skill set, I mean, okay, videos are very helpful, but they're not teaching you anything, right? Because with a video, you are watching the doctored, um, sometimes scripted, edited version of how to do something right whereas if you go to a class you're getting the very raw experience you're getting all of your senses engaged you're smelling it you're feeling it you're hearing it you're seeing it and just how you said said you're able to get that you're able to get that feedback when you're when you are doing whatever the task is or when you're watching someone do it whereas you can still get that by watching a youtube video but it's not it's not immediate you know, you're not connecting right. what you're seeing and hearing to what you're doing with your hands. There's there's a very big disconnect there. And so you can still build skills by watching videos, but it's going to take you a lot longer than if you were to just go to a schoolhouse where they would teach you how to do it. You're going to get that skill set much, much quicker. You're going to have a uh, a more sturdy foundation. You know, think of all of the videos on YouTube about woodworking that should not be on YouTube, oh, yeah. you oh. know? Um, I mean, there's guys out there that are wearing flip-flops in the shop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How did I know that you were going to try to bring that back to that? How did I know? No, but, but the point is, is like when, you, when you're being instructed by uh, an instructor anywhere, they have been vetted by something, mm -hmm. right? When Jason and I uh, were in the military, if you were an instructor, you had to go through a class. Or, um, so you had to go through a course. You had to pass that course. Um, for someone to get asked to come to a woodworking school, you have to be renowned. You have you have to be proven what the hell's he doing? that you are knowledgeable and skillful in what you're doing. YouTube, there's no, there's no uh, bar of entry. There's none. Anybody can go in there. And so... Again, unless they've been, this person has been validated, or, or, um, you know, they they have that social proof that they're knowledgeable and that they do know what they're doing. It's kind of a kick in the can, you know. So, if you, I, I would say, if you want to be a really great woodworker, without having to spend a whole lot of time behind a computer screen, go to a class, you know, make make it once a quarter. If, if you can, and granted, you know, it depends on your area and if it's, you know, how much it's going to cost you to get there and stuff. But there is more value in a weekend, a week class than there is in spending countless time uh, on YouTube. Because how many times have you guys, because I know I have, how many times have you fallen into a hole on YouTube where you started off with an idea of trying to find something and the algorithm works and it just loops you into something else and Two, three hours later, you're like, okay, how the hell did I end up here? Mm -hmm. So it's very easy to get distracted. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. It always leads me back to it's, some stupid motorcycle channel. 
and there's I, I thought you were going to say Pornhub, but <laughs> oh my god, different website. <laughs> hey, and there's also something else that goes on when you take a class. You meet other people in that class, yeah. and you create I, I was, killer relationships. Yeah, because they're that, going that peer-to-peer through, feedback. Yep, you're. But you also, it's the relationships that are created. Like when I used to teach uh, end user classes at Festival, the best times were lunch, because people say, "Hey, where did you get this?" Or where do yeah. you use? Hey, where'd you get that measuring? Do you like woodpeckers? Oh my God, did you like that pickup pencil? Hey, do you own the Domino? Hey. And you would hear the feedback with these guys. And guess what? They made friends. And that's the other takeaway, taking a class. You're going to meet some people. And there's people like I was talking to a guy at Mark Adams this time. He goes, yeah, I've been coming here for 25 years. And when we were at lunch, like four or five guys came up to him that were other in other weekend classes. And they said, hey, Rick, how you doing? And I go, yeah, I took a class with him about 10 years ago. So that is the other great part of stuff like that. You meet people and you get that. You create relationships. It's yeah. fun. I think I'm going to take a class at Mark so Adams I, soon. Um, I told Mark I'm going to take one next year I'm gonna, with him. And he just looked at me and he said, really? I go, hell yeah, it'd be Dude. fun. He goes, anytime, anytime. You want to do it? We should go together. Okay, let's do it. Okay. We'll take his week-long joinery class. Okay. Okay. Um, Something that I wanted to add to this, right, now that we've all shared our opinions, I think there is a nice middle balance that we haven't addressed yet, and that's somebody – that's when you make – when you take paid video courses, right? I'll give you an example. Mark Spagnolo. He has the guild. Um, I purchased one of his classes. I never have any intention on, on building the class that I bought. But the reason why I did it is because I wanted to see what paid instructional content was like compared to YouTube, right? So now you have a combination of the both, right? You have a much more intimate um, lesson, we'll say, that is far more detailed than YouTube. And also is broken down into sections that are easy to follow. So I think that, and, and you know, there's not a lot of people out there that are doing it. There's multiple people that are doing that, but I think that's where, what people need to understand. You know, you have top dollar, right? Top dollar, probably going to be Mark Adams, right? Some of these other uh, well-renowned schools all over the world. And then you have YouTube. It's free, right? How much effort is going to be put into YouTube Versus, you know, the classes where people have been woodworking for X amount of years, they have no desire to make videos, but they're getting paid very well, handsomely for their instructional capabilities at a school that's going to provide multiple things. Well, what do you do when you merge those two things together, right? You have something like the Guild. What I can tell you from watching that, right, because I have aspirations of doing something similar to that as well. And the reasoning for me wanting to do that is not because... I'm just trying to make a bunch of money from people. It's because I can put more time and effort into a much more in-depth instructional course that people are purposely, it's not going to be for everybody, but people are purposely going to spend the money on to buy, which means they're more serious about it, right? So much yes. smaller audience, but they're more serious mm-hmm. about increasing their skills, which means therefore, if I'm charging for it, I can spend more time uh, you know, creating that content, making sure that it's very in depth in an effort to 
make money myself, but also provide a quality content. I think that's where the two merge. And that's, that's like the next step up from YouTube, right? But you don't want to necessarily commit to spending $2,000 on going and learning joinery techniques for a week, mm -hmm. right? Maybe you want to learn how to build that specific project that incorporates 15 things that I want to learn how to do and I can do it at my own pace, but I'm going to get really good detailed instruction from it. What are your guys' thoughts on that? I, I don't agree with it fully because, um, you know, there are videos out there where the right amount of detail can be given. Um, I would say that it's in, in that course. I mean, I've never I'm, I'm not in the guild, so I don't know what what his content looks like there. Um, but are there areas, community areas where people can either leave comments or interact with each other mm -hmm. or, or, and is it, is it just like YouTube where you kind of leave the comment and it's there in the ether and if someone answers, they answer it. If not, they, they, they don't. Yeah, sure. There's other benefits that you get with that too. Like, let's say that you're a guild member and you leave a comment on a project for Mark. Like I would assume, I don't know cause I haven't done it. I would assume Mark is going to give priority to those individuals on a much quicker response time because they're paid members. So yeah. that brings in the, the discussion of immediate feedback, right? You're going to get much quicker feedback because you're paying for a service. Um, the comment that you made about like, I believe there's videos out there that can give the right amount of feed. That's for you, Ben. You know what I mean? Like you may not buy an instructional course because you think this video, but you also have a much higher skill set. What about the person yeah. who doesn't have that skill set and they're looking, but they don't want to oh. go to Mark Adams. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not trying to dis discredit it. I just don't want it to, to make it seem like um, that there is not good content. Right, 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 yeah. There certainly well, is. Well, I don't want to make it sound yeah. like I that think, either. <laughs> oh, no, no, I think, and, and I know you didn't mean to, but I think when it comes to paid content, because both players have more at stake, meaning, um, you know, Spagnolo is, is taking people's money to provide this instructional content, and other people have paid to do that see there's there's more skin in the game mm -hmm. when it comes to paid content there's more skin in the game when it comes to going to a physical class mm -hmm. because again there's more at stake when it comes to youtube it's it's no skin off my back if somebody doesn't you know take my content or watch it or or vice versa right you know it's it's a very open market right. so i think that when you have paid content because there is skin in the game people are more um they're a little bit more focused on, um, on participating yeah. on that platform, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, they're, they're, it's like, hey, I paid for this, so I'm going to ask more thorough questions. I'm going to ask more specific questions. Hey, I'm taking people's money for this instruction. I'm going to be a little bit more um, thorough on making sure that I answer the comments in a timely manner. Mm -hmm. You know, so there's there's more skin in the game there. So I I, I agree with you. It is probably a better experience but, when it comes to learning, yeah. But because of that, the environment that you have there. And if I may comment, there's another factor that goes into all these platforms. Um, the one thing I care about is, for me, it doesn't matter. All of these platforms are great, whether it's YouTube or paid YouTube platform or in-person instruction. As long as people are coming into the trades or coming into woodworking, okay? But here's here's a situation. 
There's not a lot of people. People get intimidated to, to do things in front of other people. And you're right. So that's why I think some people don't go to in-person trainings. Yeah. Because they're going to have to pick up a handsaw or a power tool. And they don't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, they, they, they don't want to yeah, look like they're yeah, right. Yeah. Because they're just getting started. And uh, <laughs> I met a guy in 2020. Okay. I was teaching a festival class. And he was from Maine. And I started talking to him. And he seemed a little standoffish, a little shy. And um, it was, I go, so how many, how many Mark Adams classes have you been to? And he goes, this is my first one. And I go, you flew in for this weekend class? He goes, yeah, but I'm, I'm here for a week-long class after. I, I vote, you know, I'm just getting into woodworking. I've never, you know, done it before. And I was kind of blown away by this guy. And he seemed, like I said, a little standoffish. He was, uh, we were all wearing masks. That was uh, in October of 2020. And uh, <laughs> he was there this past. He's been there every summer. He comes four times a year now. But he was, he was one of those guys that I thought, wow, he seemed a little intimidated in the beginning. But, boy, he realized, wow, this place is cool. And there's a lot of other people on the same level I am here. Mm-hmm. Listen to this podcast. Immerse yourself. Everybody, if you go to a school and you feel like you might be intimidated, try to get that out of your head because everybody has to start somewhere in that, you know, and maybe you start on YouTube or maybe you do this guild thing. But, man, I think in-person instruction and... Uh, I I am a uh, how do you say I'm a, a true believer in it. Um, yeah, I do it for a living. But this guy Chris, I'll just say his name. He's just super cool dude, and I think he's taken a couple dozen classes over the last year and a half, two years at Mac Adams. He was there uh, taking a uh, uh, a week long class on I forget what it was. And you know what he always says? He said, "I know you're busy. You want to go get some wings?" Because <laughs> guess what? He was down for a class uh, in 2021, and he reached out to me on email. He goes, hey, listen, I heard about this place you always talk about. Take me there. And we went to Ale Emporium down in Greenwood, and I took him out for wings. And he's like, this place is great. So he always asked me, let's go get some wings. So guess what? This guy found a great place to learn about woodworking. And two, the best thing is I have a new great friend. You know, and that's the beauty of this. It's it's that human to human contact you make, but so you I... do it through woodworking, and you gain a skill set and you gain a craft. So, sorry, I like I no. said, I could talk forever on this. I apologize. I think I think that what we can walk away from this conversation is that we all agree. You know, YouTube is kind of like that great entry level point. Maybe more effective for uh, others you know, just based on their learning style, nice middle ground where you can kind of, you know, get into paid content. Paid content is going to be the next level up, right? And then, you know, I mean, I can't argue with you guys, like in-person classes, in my opinion, like you're there, you're doing it, you're forced to do it and you paid for it handsomely, right? So you're going to take it more seriously. Um, 
So I, I, I think it's just kind of a tier thing. I don't think one replaces the other by any means. No. I absolutely do not. Hey, this is Ben inviting you to join our growing podcast community over on Patreon. As a member of our community, you'll get early and ad-free access to each episode as well as invites to our monthly group call with the community. Also, you'll be able to participate in the direction of the show by submitting your questions for upcoming episodes as well as pitching some great product ideas for Hans to read in the mid-roll ad. Use the links in the show notes below and we'll see you on Patreon. No. And... I, I like I said, man. I'm on YouTube all the time. You know, I I use it to uh, say I just I just buy something and I want to just get a quick overview of something. It's yeah. very beneficial. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's 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 a great supplement to to foundational skill. Yeah, if you already possess it, it's it's only going to enhance it. But um, like it, I I think about how. I don't want to say how much quicker I could have gotten good at woodworking. I, I would say... I mean, you're still waiting, right? If What's that? You're still waiting, right? Waiting for what? To be good to at get woodworking. To get good at it? Um, oh, my God. I could have Zing. arrived at a... Zoom. I didn't even think it was a really good one, to be honest. That's because it was against you, was Ben, and you suck. Infinitely better. <laughs> infinitely better disc. Um, I think that I could have arrived at the place I'm at now had I been in an environment where where I had someone teaching me. Does that make sense? Like yes. You're, you're, you can still arrive to the same point. You, you just might get there with less headaches and... Um, less flops. Yeah, less flops. You, know, you have better uh, at-bats, but they're good at-bats versus you just kind of like trial and error until you figure out how to do it the right way. I mean, Ben, mm-hmm. you probably would have ended um, up where you're at right now by reading it on the back of a Lucky Charms box. I mean, you know. if that's if they would put stuff on the back of the Lucky Charms box, they or, don't do that anymore. You, Trust me, every time I go to Walmart, I look in the cereal aisle. I'm like, did they do it this time? Am I going to no, be a better woodworker? Where's no the more, Lucky Charms? There's there's no more magic, magic uh, treasure hunts on the back of Lucky Charms. You know? Sorry. I'm just trying to get you back for all that crap talking that you did when I wasn't on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Well, well, you wearing flip-flops right now? Yeah. Of course. I'm not doing any woodworking. Shop flops. Shop flops. Trademark. Shop flops. That's woodworking. Yeah. All right. Well, Jason, do you have any, any internet love? I do. For us this week? All right, everyone. It is time for the favorite segments of all the times. Getting the pants. <laughs> okay. So, this is from my garage door insulation video. Ooh. This person writes, Man, that is ugly. Looks like a mattress. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out if that's a if that's a, a diss or not. It is. Like you wouldn't <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, nice shirt, buddy. What are you trying to look like a soft cuddly kitten? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're trying to you're trying to diss something that's like a pleasant thing, a pleasant experience, you know? I'm uh mm. I'll read at this point, like I'll read anything. I'm getting so bad about responding to comments on YouTube. Um but <laughs> I'll just take anything that even seems like it could remotely be funny or a negative comment. This one's on my Festool TS55F first look. This person says, 
New blades too thin to sharpen. <laughs> I get, you know, 1.8 millimeter uh, curve. He's concerned about resharpening his blades. They're too, th- they're too thin to sharpen, guys. That's, that's someone that has way too much time on their hands. Yeah. It's like, come on, are you kidding me? Um, I, I'm just seeing nice ones now. I would rather I would rather listen to Jason attempt to read a book out loud than to sharpen a saw blade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's really bad. Like I need to get back. Uh, I need to get better about answering questions again, because when it comes time to do these uh, get bent segments, it's like I have to sit here and scroll through and through and through and through and through. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, man, find a good one. But I mean, <laughs> I don't mean to sound braggy or anything, but so so many of my comments are good. <laughs> it's really hard to find a bad one. I mean, I could just read, uh, you know, great video or, man, well explained. Or, man, you're the best instructor ever on YouTube. The best illustration video about a topic I've watched so far. I want to put my baby in you. Oh, here, yeah. <laughs> here, yeah. Here's an interesting one. This is on the best table saw fence on the market. Prove me wrong. You can get the Chinese knockoff off Banggood for $69. (laughs) Banggood? Yeah, Banggood. Apparently they have a $69 uh, version of the Incrift table saw fence. I I would not advise anyone to go to Banggood on a work computer. Especially if it's $69. (laughs) Yeah, banggood.com, $69. It all sounds... (laughs) That all sounds Bang good. Good sixty nine. Well, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Wow. Yeah. That went well, quick. That was a quick one. We did yeah. talk for a little while beforehand, though. Yeah, we did. Oh yeah. Jason, but another we superb video. Well done, man. See this? It's just—it's amazing. Oh wait, oh, hold on. I do have one more good one. <laughs> Jason, do you still run that that thousand phone uh, comet farm in your in your garage? Mm-hmm. It's in the basement now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this is a good one. The di- oh, this was, oh this, look at all my loyal followers. This is the dining table that you and I delivered, Sedge. <laughs> this this person says, "Guy says their name like it means something." LOL. It don't. <laughs> what? Yeah, because in the video I had mentioned the name of the people that I was building it for. That was oh, the guy's yeah. comment. Oh, good times. What a dick fur. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. I'm sorry. Cool. Great episode. Podcast. All right, everybody. All right. Don't, for, don't forget if you want to enter the chance to win uh, a custom apron from Leather by Dragonflies, the assassins over at Leather by Dragonfly. Go to www.greensuiterspodcast.com. Go to the giveaway tab. Fill out your information and stand by for the drawing the first week of October. But um, thank you so much for giving us your time and attention. We look forward to talking with you in the next episode. Uh, bye bye. Uh, bye bye. I bid you adieu. Bye bye. Adieu. Adieu. Bye bye. Bye bye. Cheers. <laughs>